Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. Welcome to the stage, the very funny Amy Miller, everyone. so long and that was so nice of you it's so nice of you guys to be here what's wrong with you i'm so happy to be out of the house right now guys uh, and i have a, a little guy back home who's been doing this with a little one perfect <laughs> no that's perfect i'm not a mother i just have a very young boyfriend um he's driving me nuts thank you creeps uh since I was the youngest and it was like really loud a lot of the time and I was a very shy kid, I just had to land when I got a moment. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't talk a lot, but when I did, once I noticed if I said something insane that people would laugh, then I would always like try to take my shot at the right time. <laughs> I don't have kids by choice, uh, but not for this reason. Like I have girlfriends who are like, I don't want kids because I want to travel. <laughs> Or, you know, because the earth is dying or there's a pandemic, stupid shit like that. <laughs> I don't have kids for different reasons. I don't have kids because they come out of your body and turn into people. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all seen people today? <laughs> how many did you see and how many were you like, that's a good one? <laughs> <laughs> don't understand how people have kids. I like being an ant. That's my shit. Are there ants in here? That's so fun. It's not the same. I wouldn't say it's the same. I'm not crazy. Being an ant is great because it's different. Because I'm always like, I would kill for these kids. And then I'm like, oops, this got a little bit hard. Here's your kid back. Um, <laughs> see y'all in eight weeks. Um, I have a six-year-old niece, and every time I go home to visit, she makes a point of telling me that she's still not sure if I'm a grown-up or a kid. <laughs> and I asked her why, and she was like, well, you definitely look like a grown-up. All right, a little bit cunty, not the answer I was looking for. Um, she goes, you definitely look like a grown-up, but you're just not, like, awake in the morning when grown-ups are awake. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a grown-up. Why'd they let me have all those adult beverages last night, you little bitch? Get out of my room! <laughs> no, I know it's your room, but I'm staying here for a few weeks. Um, <laughs> trying to get back on my feet. My parents were alcoholics, yeah. Yeah, my mom is sober now. Um, but yeah, it was like, they worked super hard, too. So after work, they would go to the bar and... 
often not come home. A lot of the time I wouldn't really have gotten to school or gotten my hair braided or anything without my sisters doing it. And my brother taught me how to ride a bike. He taught me how to do math. You know, no bed. I don't remember having a bedtime. Like, even as a, a baby, you know, it was like I could stay up all night. And I did. If you're putting photos of your newborn baby on Instagram, thank you so much. I will always like them. But I do have a couple of notes. Um, do you guys feel like some people are putting their newborns on Instagram before they're all the way cooked? <laughs> Good. You've seen these crusty fucking babies? Just going online, one eye open, they're all gummed up. They're like wet but dry at the same time. How do they... They're all wearing that same poser beanie, you know? You're like, get a new hat, bro. We've all seen this one. Um, I think if your baby announcement looks like a Christian Wright billboard, you should wait probably a couple more. Yes. If that baby looks like it could be on a poster in the Alabama governor's office. You just need to let it, let it sit a little bit longer before we have to fucking look at it. <laughs> So my parents were not religious, but there was a church on the end of our block. So they brought their van around. You know, they try to recruit in the neighborhood. Strange man in a van. I'll take your kids to church on Sunday if you want, and I'll drop them back off. And my dad's like, tight, because that is when football is on. So take those little shits to church. I don't care what you teach them, but it was a like fire and brimstone Bible-thumping Baptist church. And one sister and I took to it hard. Now all of a sudden you have like a five and seven-year-old back at the house being like, I learned you were going to hell. And we would like try to save our parents. <laughs> I love doing this job. It, it's an interesting job to do uh, as a lady. Comedy is interesting to do as a lady. We get a lot of cool feedback. Um, <laughs> This is my favorite feedback I ever got. One time I'm talking to this like younger dude comic, right? And he's like, yeah, but <laughs> don't you feel weird though trying to make it when there's already a famous comedian named Amy? And I was like, I don't know, Dave, do you feel weird? <laughs> I don't know, Mitch, I don't know, Bill, Robert, Bob, Bobby. John with an H, John with no H, Richard, Richie, Ricky, Dicky, Dick, Gregory, Dick Gregory, Greg, Craig, Adam, Josh, Ron, Jimmy, Jim, James. Do you guys feel weird? I don't know, Carrot, do you feel weird? Like an idiot. The first party I ever went to, my dad ended up having to pick me up at four in the morning because I shit my sleeping bag. Uh, I like woke up at some point and I was just flipping around inside the bag in my own shit. And so I had to like slither out and walk down the hallway to my friend's parents' room and knock on the door and be like, huge understatement, I think I pooped, but I'm covered in diarrhea. And they were like, Jesus Christ, or what, you know, whatever Christians would say like, wow. And then my dad had to come get me and to put me in his truck, he covered me in a garbage bag, took me home, middle of the night, hosed me down on the lawn. <laughs> And this was my first ever, like, social outing. So I was so embarrassed, and he was embarrassed. And then, so my second party ever, he drops me off, and I'm like, we're doing it, Dad. No one's shitting tonight. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to play with other kids. And everything went great. 
Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You guys, we're having fun. This is a beautiful night. Yes. (laughs) You're awesome. This is a good time, so let's talk about cancer. Uh, (laughs) I'm a fun comic. Um, Here's my thing with cancer. I don't want to get it. Uh, It runs in my family, and I think about it a lot, and I read a lot about it. And uh, there's all this stuff we're supposed to do to avoid cancer, right? Like, you can't smoke. You got to wear sunscreen. You can't go down on Catherine Zeta-Jones, apparently. (laughs) According to her husband, Michael Douglas. Does anyone remember this? The actor Michael Douglas <laughs> was diagnosed with gnarly throat cancer. And someone asked him in an interview how he thinks he got it. And he was like, yeah, it's just from eating women out. And we were like, tight. <laughs> this all checks out. So I don't know. Be careful, gentlemen. Not too careful, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry, again. Just inappropriate. I, uh, I really don't want to get cancer, and because I read so much about it, I'm really alarmed that no one is looking into how come only nice people get cancer. This part's always quiet. Because this is where we all sort of, like, take inventory of the loved ones we've lost to cancer and realize it was all the best fucking people, and every miserable piece of shit in our family is doing great. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go to like weddings and family gatherings and someone's like oh a toast to Susan who we lost to cancer and you're like cheers should have been you Jim but it's never the right people and I'm the only one looking into it and I say it like if you're here and you have cancer or you're a cancer survivor I'm so sorry that this has happened to you but also congrats you're a good fucking person uh The night that my dad died, also, we didn't know where my mom was. So she went out and just didn't come home. And then um, he had a heart attack. And in true Miller family fashion, he tried to drive himself to the hospital. He was like, I got it, you know? So he ended up crashing his truck on the way to the hospital. Maybe he died before, maybe he died after, we're not sure. But uh, he fucked up a telephone pole a couple blocks away from our house and we had to drive by that shit every day. Why are we laughing? Because we're fucked up people. What's wrong with us? (laughs) Listen, I know I shouldn't be able to decide who gets cancer. I'm not a god, but I'm going to try right now. Because who are the worst people? You know what I mean? Like, uh, probably like people who touch kids, people who commit sexual assault. They're really bad. Those stories never end that way. It's never like, oh, my abuser got a quick and painful cancer. It's always like, oh, yeah, my abuser died of old age in jail. Or they sent him to a different Catholic church. Um, (laughs) Or he's the president now. (laughs) (laughs) It's never the right people. It's so unfair. And I don't. You know, I don't want to get it. So I'm just trying to do like little evil things to try to stay healthy. (laughs) I don't want to be all the way evil. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to touch kids aside from my boyfriend. But I (laughs) 
I just use small evil things to stave off cancer. Like, I uh, don't use my turn signal anymore. <laughs> People get so mad on the highway, and I'm like, take that, lymphoma. <laughs> Little evil things. Like, I know, okay, so if I'm going to travel, I know I'm going to fly. Um, two days before a flight, I will make a homemade tuna sandwich and just eat that right in the sky. <laughs> yeah, you don't like it, but I'm going to fucking live forever. It doesn't make any sense. It's not fair. I don't know why only nice people get cancer. Fucking Alex Trebek has cancer. What is, why are you clapping for that, ma'am? That is very dark. She's like, fuck Alex Trebek. <laughs> You're clapping because you, you also think it's an injustice. Yes, and you love Jeopardy. <laughs> the nicest beastie boy, dead. Cancer, okay, that's fucked up. Yeah, the mean one, he's doing fine. Ad rocks, okay. <laughs> also, Kid Rock, very healthy. Total piece of shit, never uses sunscreen. When my dad died, the Christian shit added a whole weird layer. And then our youth pastor came around to remind us if you're wondering if he is in hell, he sure is. No. Because he did not get saved under the wire. That's a lot for a little mm. girl. And I would tell myself, you don't know that he wasn't saved because what if he prayed in the truck like at the final minute? You know what I mean? Before he hit that pole. But that guy, he's in prison for child molestation. Come on. So, you know, I think he was wrong. Guess who's in hell now? <laughs> Yeah, he is in hell. He's in a prison in Oklahoma during a pandemic, so. Oh, uh, I have to pee. Okay, um, <laughs> I just went. I, I have to pee kind of a lot. Like, okay, a lot of fat girls have tiny bladders. It's really crowded in here, you know what I mean? Like, we're using up all the space. <laughs> it's the same reason we have such tight pussies. Um, <laughs> you know, sir, not, <laughs> you're very thin, but you know, in his past, maybe, maybe your future. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I pee so much that I'm very picky about bathrooms. Okay. Many of us are, especially now. Um, but I hate nothing more than when bathroom doors try to make a little joke. Have you ever been in a themed bar looking for your bathroom and you walk up to the doors and you're like, honestly, I don't know if I'm a doe or a buck. I'm fucking drunk. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a hunter or a zoologist, so you just tell me which door to go through. That'd be nice. I have an idea for inclusive bathroom doors, okay? What if, like, the outside of every bathroom door just had, like, a full-length mirror? How cute is that? And you walk up, and it's like, hey, there you are. Get in here. Come on. It's for you, bud. <laughs> Plus, the mirror system will keep out the extremely tall. Now... I don't support discrimination against any group except for the extremely tall. I just think, like, if you're a dude in a bar and you're over six foot five, you should have to pee in the street like the freak that you are. <laughs> you walk up to that mirror and you can't see your own goddamn head? Get the fuck out of here, okay? You Frankenstein piece of shit. <laughs> Technically, Frankenstein's monster if you're annoying. Um... I don't, some tall men have not loved that joke. It's fine, you don't have to worry. I, like, I love tall guys, I love short guys, I love all kinds of guys. I used to be a whore, okay? 
But I always find it interesting when I have straight lady friends that are like, well, I just want a tall guy so I can feel safe. <laughs> if you want to feel truly, truly safe, get yourself a short dude. They're fucking crazy, okay? <laughs> yes. Short dudes are so hot, they're always ready to fight, and they all fuck like they have been molested. It is such a gift. If you know, you know. Also, tall guy sex is, like, very unwieldy. You know what I mean? There's fucking limbs everywhere. You're like, find a place for your body. And just slamming your face into a sternum over and over. You're like, I would kiss you, but you're so far away. And you cannot have a bed frame with these freaks. <laughs> I didn't know that, okay? Years ago, I was dating a man who was six foot eight, disgusting, and I had a bed frame. I didn't know I couldn't. I had like a, one of those nice like wrought iron bed frames, you know, with the bars. And at some point, I get up in the middle of the night and I look back at him and he's naked. Two arms out the top bars, two feet out the bottom bars. <laughs> It looked like, in the middle of the night, I was planning to barbecue him. <laughs> Short guy sex, on the other hand, very romantic, okay? A lot of eye contact, that little dude's right here, okay? We're doing a perfect 69 every time. Also, they're compact, so they can do it anywhere, you know what I mean? Like, my boyfriend's five foot six, and he can eat me out while I'm driving. Um, and work the gas pedal. <laughs> Gas pedal is what I call my clit. Okay. <laughs> what are we, telling jokes? This is fun. <laughs> I like how you guys have made an agreement that you never clap at the same time. <laughs> I like it. Like, you're like, I'll go on Alex Trebek. <laughs> that guy went on me being eaten out in the car. So you gotta find your moment, okay? <laughs> My dad, who raised me, who died, when I turned 30, I found out he was not my real dad. Finding out that he was not my real dad put everything in a new light. I know more now about why both of them drank and why they didn't get along. I mean, we have so much more information now. But I never felt like, oh, this isn't my family. Because of how we grew up, too, like, my siblings and I are, like, war buddies. So there was no, like, nothing could have broken that, you know? Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find the ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I am a, a plus-size person. I always, like, I don't know why I always feel the need to mention it, uh, that I'm plus-size just in case anyone is visiting from the Midwest. Anybody? Okay, very skinny there. Um, but in Los Angeles, where I live, I'm fucking Mama June, okay? I'm the largest woman in Los Angeles. <laughs> And I have a pretty good time with it. I'm comfortable with myself. But people will be like, isn't it hard to be plus size in Hollywood? And I'm like, no, dude, this is the best place to do it. Because everything I do here is very brave. <laughs> yep, some, some people are EMTs. Some people are firefighters. Um, what I do is that sometimes I put on a bikini, take a picture of it, 
and then put it on Instagram. And people are like, she's so brave. <laughs> she's an American hero. Again. Thank you. You heard them start clapping, so you don't start until two minutes later and then do it on your own. My Instagram's just Amy Miller Comedy if you want to see those bikini photos. <laughs> It's a lot of meat. Get your sauce ready. That's all I'm saying. Um, well, I don't even know what it means, but I know that it's gross. <laughs> I am so brave to be fat in L.A. I think I took it too far, though. I took it too far. Uh, I made a bold choice this summer <laughs> to walk around L.A. eating an ice cream cone in public. Can you imagine? <laughs> I walked by this homeless guy, and he was like, Hey, you really think you need that ice cream? <laughs> I know. He goes, you're already fat. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you know why, sir? And he was like, why? And I was like, oh, um, because I've been eating food at my house. <laughs> I'm not proud of that, okay? I don't feel good about it, but I fucking got him. <laughs> Power structures are complicated, and he started it. <laughs> In college, I was still Christian, and I went to Berkeley, and that's very hard to do, to be a Christian at Berkeley. I mean, I was going, like, to People's Park and trying to save homeless drug addicts, and, like, they actually don't want um, a Bible. They want food, shelter, and drugs. <laughs> it took me a while to get out of it. I had a lot of guilt, you know? But basically, I wanted to, like, listen to good music and have sex with my boyfriend. Plus, that was around the time that the youth pastor guy went to prison for all the molestation. Who was the source of so much of my guilt? You know, because he would always tell me, like, what I was doing wrong and how to be a better Christian. Then it just felt like it was all bullshit, you know? Like, that's who my mentor was? He was hiding all the secrets. I don't want to be too controversial, but... I do have to put this out there. Um, I think dog people are bullshit. I also think cat people are bullshit. Did you guys know that you can just love both? They're so cute. Do we ever have to fight about this again? I'm a dog person. Go fuck yourself, okay? It's 2020. People aren't even straight anymore. You don't have to choose a household pet. You fucking dork. And I understand, like, I have those friends who will say, like, well, I just don't like dogs personally because one attacked me once. And I'm like, okay, well, I still talk to men. Um, let one ride in the car and sleep in the bed. It's crazy. And then cat-hating people will be like, well, I don't like cats because they just piss wherever they want. Again, I still talk to men. It's fine. <laughs> you can just like both or neither. Nobody gives a shit. Dog people, you're fine. Cat people, you're chill. But I think that we can all agree as a group that bird people need serious fucking help. <laughs> Why are bird people like that? And no comedian... <laughs> ever been like, are there any bird people in the house? Because they're in the house. They're at home. <laughs> they're always at home. Hanging out with their squeaky little dinosaurs. <laughs> bird people seem like the kind of adults that will go to a restaurant and order a tall glass of milk. And that's not okay with me. 
And I am allowed to talk a little bit of shit about bird people because my grandma was a bird lady. Uh, she's also dead, but like which part's sadder, we're not sure. Um, my grandma had birds and she owned a dry cleaners in the Bay Area. These are the two things you need to know. And my grandma trained one of her boy birds to sit at the front of her business and whistle at every girl or woman that came through the door. And this bird fucking lived for it. <laughs> and every lady that came through the door, he would whistle and he would go, hey, baby, hey, baby. <laughs> and then my grandma would run from the back of the dry cleaners and be like, uh-oh, someone's flirting with you. <laughs> And we were like, Grandma, no one wants to fuck your bird. <laughs> you guys have been so great. My name is Amy Miller. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I do think the church helped me a lot. If my sister and I had not been in the church, we would be very different people right now. I mean, I would be like a lot of the rest of my family. I would probably have five kids and be on meth. <laughs> y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank it is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank the series also stars luke wilson brian kelly chelsea lynn kinky friedman and billy zane as a talking blender named blendy you can find the ballad of uncle drank on sirius xm pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcast